0: Hello, and welcome to Thursday Prime Time. I'm your host, Dominic West of the New York Sports Show. It's 3.30, currently on the East Coast. How y'all doing? And I have to say, I'm still disappointed. New York Knicks lost last night again to the Utah Jazz. You know, I didn't even bother to watch that game, because I knew that they were going to lose. Jazz are just... Uh, just way better than the Knicks and having just such a way better season. I mean, every team, basically, is having such a better season than us. Knicks only with 10 wins. 10 wins. But, it's, it, they're like a laughing stock. They're kind of like the Cleveland Browns when they went 0-16. The only difference is the Knicks actually have a win. So, they lose that game 128-104. to you could probably call that a blowout. I I would consider that a blowout. Don't know about you guys though. The Knicks though, they gotta get it together. I know that they're not like a winning season team right now, but they gotta win at least 33 games, and right now I'm not seeing them even winning no more than 25 games at this point, which is just really, really sad. But who knows? Miracles happen. Miracles happen. And going on to the Nets. that they The Nets are just... They're, they're basically a dumpster fire till just horrible, I would say, to describe the Nets' season so far. 16 wins, 20 losses, so 16 and 20 record. They go up against the Miami Heat tomorrow at 7.30. And the Nets, you know, they, they are... A playoff, a playoff contending team, and they're below five hundred right now by four games. That is just not a sight that you want to see. And they're not even projected to win in tomorrow's game. But Miami, with a 27-10 record, having an absolutely amazing season, the Miami Heat are definitely on fire. That is pun intended in not really a punny way, I guess you could say. The Heat with a 54.4% chance of winning. The Nets with a 45.6% chance of winning. So, nah, that is almost a 10% difference. So, that's it's definitely going to be a hard game for the Nets. But they could be going back up to the top soon. Kyrie Irving, who is a... Who is Going to be out for this upcoming game against the Heat. But he did say in the statement that he is hopeful to be back within a week. Now, for those who don't know, he missed almost two whole months with a right uh, shoulder injury. There was talk about surgery, but he may not need that. He's going to go get reevaluated sometime in the upcoming days. And, of course, I'll keep you guys updated with that. And that would just be so good if he comes back. For the Nets because they are on life support right now. And the only thing keeping them away from tanking the rest of the season is Kyrie Irving. To be all honest with you guys. Going on to the NHL. We have the New Jersey Devils going up against the New York Rangers tonight at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Devils 7 overtime losses. The most recent coming against the New York Islanders in overtime the other day. But like you you gotta be kidding me. Seven overtime losses. That that's ugly right there. They have a 15-20 and seven record with 37 points. The Rangers, they've been up and down this season. Definitely not the season I would think that anyone would hope for for the Rangers. The goaltending has been the main issue. It seems like every other game they're going uh, they're going to a different goaltender. That's what it seems to me. As they have a twenty eighteen and four record with forty four points, and that I feel like that this will be a close game. Some uh, notable outs or questionables for the Devils. Mackenzie um, Blackwood, who's the goalie, his status is day to day. That was last updated on January six. And then Jack Hughes, he's going to be out along with Jasper Bratz, who's the left wing. And some notables for the Rangers, we have Brennan Luminax, who's the left wing. He is on injured reserve, so his season is over, essentially. Well, it is over. And then two defensive men, Ryan Lid-Green, uh whose status is day-to-day. That was last updated on the 8th. And then Labour Hajik. Who is also defensive man. Like I said, he is out for this game. That was actually updated today, the 9th. Then going on to the Islanders. Oh boy. Islanders just having such a good season. They're set up to go against the Boston Bruins. Now I said 7 overtime losses are ugly. Boston Bruins, 11 overtime losses. Like you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Twenty-five, eight, and eleven record compared to the Islanders twenty seven, twelve, and thirteen record. Yes, Boston does have more points. They not that much more points. They have sixty one points compared to the Islanders fifty seven. And that's compared to losses. But when you look at overtime losses, Islanders only have three compared to the Bruins eleven, so you could definitely see the difference there. Bruins having a pretty good season, though, I have to say. Definitely one of the best teams in the NHL. No doubt about that there. Uh, some notables out for the game. Now, this game is taking place on the 11th at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. A lot for the Bruins. So, let's get started. We have Matt Goslek, who's a defensive man. We have Joakim Nordstrom, who's a left wing, and Toy Krug, who's a defensive man. Now, all those three are day-to-day. And then our fourth player who's going to be out, that is Jakob uh, Laku. And then on the injury resolve, we have Connor Clifting, who's a defensive man. Only one guy out for the Islanders, and that's because he's on the injured reserve. That is Cal Cutterbuck, who's a right winger. Firstly, once again, I think that this is going to be a close game. If it goes into overtime, I could see the Bruins losing. Cause I mean, I already knew that they weren't good in overtime, but that just goes to show 11 overtime losses. They should be ashamed of themselves for that, to be honest with you. Not really that much news if at any all, if there's any news for the Yankees nor Mets. They've been pretty quiet in the last couple days, so nothing to talk about there. Now, the only thing really that I guess you could talk about the Mets is them extending the spring training offer invite to Tim Tebow. Personally, Tim Tebow. I love him, he's a great guy and everything, but he hit 163 with 4 home runs in 77 games uh, with the Triple A team for the Mets. Definitely up there in age, not in real life, but I would say baseball-wise being 32, he's the former Heisman Trophy winner when he had his football career. I would love to see Tim Tebow being... In a New York Mets jersey, as much as I dislike the Mets, I would still love to see him get his chance in the MLB. But, statistic-wise, I just don't see it being possible. Now, I feel like the only reason why the Mets are inviting Tim Tebow is last time they did, and he showed up, all the spring training games just were crowded, tickets were selling like they were free in a way. They were just being handed out. That they were being sold out everywhere he was. I don't think the Mets have any uh, intention whatsoever on bringing him up. I think they're just doing it just to make money. Which isn't a horrible thing. But at the same time, you know, it's just kind of wasting his time. I guess you could say. But that's kind of everyone's opinion. Now everyone has different opinions on that. Definitely a big topic. Now, everyone says Tim Tebow isn't the best football player, and I have to admit, I had a kind of shaky career, but a lot of the stuff he was able to do was just absolutely amazing. Definitely a career cut short, but he was definitely not reliable. He's kind of like Ryan Fitzpatrick in a way, I guess you could say. Now, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the fact that the Miami Dolphins beat the Patriots and sent them to the Rock was just absolutely amazing. I loved it so much. It seems like whenever you underestimate... Wine Fitzpatrick, he gets his Fitz magic out and just dominates a team, or sometimes a season. I saw that myself with my own eyes when he played on the Jets, and then he decided to kind of make the Jets where they are now, and that's when they started tanking, to be honest with you, when we gave him a big fat check in the mail. And now the Jets, will the Jets ever be good? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know, and that, that's what kind of scares me as a Jets fan, to be all honest with you. Now, pretty big NCAA football game coming up on Monday, so that's the 13th. We have number one wing to LSU going up against uh, three Clemson. Both teams undefeated, 14-0 record. Now, that is a game that you got to watch. I don't care what you're doing. you got to cancel your plans, and you got to watch this game. Of one, of one team against a three team, but they're both undefeated. So, it's not like one team has a loss. So, no matter what, we're going to see one of these undefeated streaks go bye-bye in the wind. Personally, I feel like even though Clemson is favored to win this game by over 10%, I feel like LSU could definitely uh, win the game. And I have to say, LSU quarterback, uh, Borough, just an amazing job this season. 55 touchdowns. 55 touchdowns to just 6 interceptions. Passing for over 5,000 yards. In just 14 games. 14 games. Oh, that's just... That is just crazy. 14 games. Over 5,000 yards and 55 touchdowns. Some NFL quarterbacks can't even get to be uh, past 4,000 yards in 16 games. This guy is just on fire. Now the Clemson quarterback, Lawrence, he has a pretty more... Like, realistic thing, I guess you could say. Because cause, cause I just said to you, that, that just seems like it's a video game. Like, something that you would do in a video game. Clemson quarterback Lawrence, he has passed for almost 3,500 yards with 36 touchdowns and 8 interceptions. I feel like that's going to be the battle of the quarterback. I don't feel like the ball is going to be on the ground that much being weighed, But... Who knows? I would love to see LSU put the ball in the air a lot. Now, right now, it is projected to wane during the game. So, of course, that will play into effect. But, who knows? That is still a long time away. So, weather could always change. Clemson coming off a of 55-10 to 10 win. LSU coming off of a 58-37 to 37 win. And then they've scored almost over fifty points every game. Go going back five weeks against fourth ranked Oklahoma, sixty three to twenty eight win. That is just amazing. Clemson's last biggest win in the last five games was against uh number three uh, number twenty three UVA sixty two to seventeen. Those are just amazing numbers, and I know college football, it's always a high-scoring affair, but you have to admit, that is just absolutely amazing, only if NFL games were that interesting, you know, that that would be just absolutely amazing to see, now that is NCAA football, let's go on to basketball, tonight at 7 o'clock, we have poor dude who's unwanked, Going up against 19 Michigan. Purdue with a nine and six record. Michigan ten and four. And then we have Memphis, uh ranked twenty-one going up against twenty-three Wichita State. Uh, Memphis with a twenty-two and two record. Wichita with a thirteen and one record. You go also catch that game at seven. And then at nine o'clock, we have Minnesota going up against Michigan State. Minnesota eight and six, two games above five hundred. Michigan State Twelve and three in the win loss column, and then also at nine o'clock we have uh t- number twenty four Arizona who has eleven and three record going up against the twelve and three ranked number nine Oregon, and then our final game for Thursday night is at ten o'clock we have number one ranked Gonza who's sixteen and one going up against the unwinged seven and ten San Diego who is three games. Below the 500 win percentage mark. Not really any big games I would say to look out for there. I will definitely be watching them. Not really any news uh, motorsport wise. I guess the only thing if you want to talk about it. was Chasse may be piloting the number 77 for the Daytona 500. But that's not confirmed. That's just a rumor at this point. I just wanted to point that out for y'all. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Thursday Prime Time. If you want, you can check out our YouTube page that is New York Sports Show. Once again, New York Sports Show with all spaces between the words and uh, click the subscribe button if you want, or follow a podcast h- here on Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to it on. It, it would be much uh, much appreciated. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm your host, Donna Connoreski of the New York Sports Show. I'm signing out. Peace.